Welcome to another barnstorming episode of Home Time that we like to call Bush and Ritchie's Daily Takeaway. And thank you to those of you who send stuff in. Uh, Absolute Radio, Home Time, One Golden Square, London, W1F9DJ. A parcel has arrived. Listen to the heft of that. Now, when I first saw this, I had my hopes up that it was a board game that I might have ordered and forgotten about. Because it's got a board game kind of box look about it. Mm. It's quite a big box, but I don't think it is. Um, The full address uh, at the end of it says Gross Britannia. So, I mean, it's come from abroad, this one. Oh, wow. Not nice, isn't it, Gross Britannia? What is Gross Britannia? I mean, it makes it sound like it's gross, but I guess it's great, but in German or Swiss or something. Oh, I see. Right, they've yeah. put our name down as Gross and Gross Britannia. Britannia. Oh, he's from Austria, so I was close. Richard Kvasnikas. Good name. Dear Bush and Richie, greetings from Austria. I'm a long-time listener and I enjoy listening to your show a lot. Since the two of you seem to be hungry all the time when in the studio, that's yep. harsh. I'm hungry now to Stephen him saying the word hungry. <laughs> I thought I'd send you some traditional Austrian food to stop your snuffering. In the box you'll find Malaschitten and Dragski. Traditional sweets from Vienna, Mozart, Kuglen and Salzburg. Wow. Saletti, which are salt sticks, and the most traditional soft drink in Austria, Alma Dudler. Every single thing you've named sounds like the Arsenal midfield. <laughs> <laughs> He goes on. Hope you enjoy these presents from my home country. Since I listen to the podcast and not living in the UK, unfortunately I can't take part in your competitions to win merchandise. Maybe there's a way to send some over to Austria. I see what he's done. Bit of a hint. It's contra. Uh, Anyway, have fun. Uh, All the best from a fellow Richie. Richard. He's signed off Richard, so he's not Richie, is he? Well, he could be Richie if he wants. If he's sending us food, mate, he can be whatever he likes. Good point. Right. Uh, These are Draggy Keks. Draggy Keks. You want to open some of them? Oh, look... Why oh, they look like little tiny chocolate ears? They do. These are the salt sticks. That could be quite nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're good. Salt sticks. Salt sticks. Thank you. What have you got here? Mozart Kugeln. These look like chocolate balls. Chuck us a couple of Mozart Kugeln. Well, we've got a real... Um... Yeah, for sure. I'm right going to go on. for a draggy kexy. Sorry about this, everyone. Good, good packaging noise and stuff yeah. from Austria. Well, it looks like a little uh, lint ball you've got there. Oh, and then here I've got a... Uh, these look like kit- naked Kit Kats. I'll tell you what, the draggy Kekskis are absolutely fantastic. Can I have one? Really good draggy Kekski. It's like a bitter chocolate mini ear. Oh, I love that. Really good. Richard! You can be a Richie if you want. Thank you very much. Friend of the show from now on. We'll send you something. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. He's back. Yes. The wandering hero returns. It's great to be back. <laughs> it's good to be back. Hello, Ma. Uh, and as we look outside the studio window here in central London, uh, a wet Tuesday night, uh, which is not the environment we want for our re- uh, reunification show. It is. It is there's, uh, you know, rain over there, but there's love here, which is fine. And it has caused a row. Uh, in our first 15 minutes of being together and it is because of this I don't think there is a worse smell uh, to be suffering on public transport than a damp wax jacket on the train on the way in today a gentleman uh, got on the train at Enfield Uh, it was hosing it down outside but he was wearing a wax jacket and within 30 45 seconds of this guy getting onto the train you know that he's on there because and I repeat the statement there is no worse smell on public transport than a damp wax jacket. Can I just say, and, I, and like you say, I don't want to start us, you know, being back together again with an argument with 
with a row, with a tiff. But my wax jacket is one of my most cherished possessions. <laughs> I bought it like about five or six years ago. We were walking around Morpeth because my, my other half's from the northeast. Uh, treasured pos- possession. I-, I went to get it re-waxed about three weeks ago. Oh wow! So they put the wax back on it, sent it back to Barbara, and it takes like two week- two weeks to do it. So now it's got more wax on it than before. I love that smell. <laughs> I love that. It's the smell of outdoors. <laughs> yeah, but fine. Wear it outdoors, don't then have it in an air-conditioned, sealed piece of public transport. It is the smell of outdoors that we don't need indoors. But didn't you, with that smell perfectly, you know, going around that train, didn't you feel like you were in some kind of outdoorsy shop? Like millets? <laughs> Do you feel like you're having to walk around millets? <laughs> yeah, but when you go in millets, you go in to buy something and you know that you're going to leave and you're not going to be surrounded by that smell of uh, wax jackets for the next 35 minutes into Liverpool Street. What is, what is your problem, actually, with the smell, then? It's what? stifling. It's a stifling smell. It's a stifling smell. I don't like it. And I don't think there's anything worse, but I'm prepared to hear other smells. Okay, well, so we're going to open the floor to other smells here. <laughs> That's how we Great. welcome you back. Beth has tweeted. Get this, right? What's Beth saying? Spooky. I was in a pub last week overhearing the very same conversation. The only person defending the jacket smell was the wearer of the wax jacket. Uh, Beth, with all due respect, wind your neck in. <laughs> Honestly, this, I love this. I can't get over this. I can't get over this because I love the smell of my wax jacket. And I... <laughs> When you were looking at that that uh, guy that got on the train, mm-hmm. did you notice how the rain was just dripping off his wax, ja- wax jacket yeah. because of the brilliant covering? Yeah, ready for someone else to trip over on the carriage when the train pulled into another station. There's no meeting in the middle on this. <laughs> can I can I throw my hat in the ring of, of a smell on public transport? Yes. I, I dislike uh, lad aftershave. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like um, like links, to, uh, links Africa or jupe. When when a, when a like a lad about town is absolutely like doused in jupe. I hate that because there's nothing wrong with it in isolation, but it's those type of lads they apply it to heavily. There's some people put so much aftershave or perfume on it. It's outrageous. Denise says, TCP, get off the train. (laughs) That's quite harsh, isn't it? I feel sorry for the TCP person because they've obviously tried to be hygienic and clean. Well, I mean, what do you use TCP for mainly? Is it like... Like on your body, or you gargle with it. I don't really know what people well, use it. A, a cut or a sore, I would say. It's all a bit like medieval, isn't it? Bandaged hand. <laughs> Nally's in Devon says, uh, uh, surely the low is people that are scoffing cheesy watsits and blowing the crumbs as they speak loudly on the phone. You've got to leave them on your, on your jumper. It's one of the most cathartic things, getting up and shaking them all <laughs> off. You're ready for a new day. Hannah, what's worse than the damp wax jackets? Egg sandwiches is absolutely unacceptable. If somebody opens an egg sandwich on a tube, everybody it should be illegal. It's just not on. Joe, you know I love I love egg mayonnaise, but I, I don't think I could ever have the the, the front or the brass neck to to pull them out and start eat, eating them on a train when you've got other people around you. Do you know what I mean? No, absolutely not. You deserve the ejector seat if you open anything egg based on the tube. It's um, just- as someone who likes a bacon and egg sandwich, if I opened a bacon and egg sandwich, is the bacon enough to mask the egg? I just need to know now. Well, bacon and egg sandwiches, the, the egg mayonnaise is never quite as bad of a smell as when you've boiled the eggs yourself. Like, I once had this guy open a Tupperware full of boiled eggs oh. opposite me on a tube. He had this, like, little dip pot of, like, oh. mayonnaise or ranch or something. Animal. Oh, Absolute animal. God. Well, imagine him yeah. you know, seeing him ingest them like the way a snake <laughs> would, would have an egg. It's disgusting, <laughs> isn't it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> sucking them in really quick. Yeah, <laughs> right down his throat. <laughs> <laughs> Deary me. No, he just started munching them like an apple, honestly. So like, oh. How many yeah. in one in one Tupperware? Like... Because they're, they're, they're binding as well. I normally do three boiled eggs. If I'm having boiled eggs, I have three boiled eggs. <laughs> but imagine that oh on the train. You'd be the talk of the train, wouldn't you? No, this geezer had about six. Oh! <laughs> yeah, absolute wrong 
Thank you, Hannah. That's all right. Worst smell on public transport, that specific environment. Rachel says, lads returning from football training in sweaty kit, stinking of deep heat and Raljex. <laughs> Raljex, what a smell. <laughs> Damp wax jacket sounds like a band that might be played on Six Music. <laughs> Well, it's a new one from uh, <laughs> Dump Mike's jacket. Uh, 8 to 15 for your text. Uh, Sam says, travelling back from London to Bristol, I got thrown off a train at Didcot for a technical fault. Mm. Hundreds of passengers and I then had to get on the next crowded train. It was winter, the heating was fully on. As the sliding door opened in the carriage, I was hit in the face by the smell of fish. Oh. Who eats fish on public transport? That is criminal behaviour, isn't it? I would agree. Uh, Mal says, something that sounds like a, an autobiography, uh, wet dog and microwave cod. <laughs> Again, fish, another problem. <laughs> um, do give us your thoughts as to the title. Uh, who, who has the title for that autobiography? That would be really good to find out, please. Get in touch. Uh, Emma, worst smell on public transport is? Feet. <laughs> feet, the smell of feet. When have you encountered this? I was on a, a train from Aberdeen to Edinburgh and a woman came on and sat next to me and she took her shoes and socks off and proceeded to rub body lotion into her feet. Oh. So there was a mixture of feet, lavender, shoes and sweaty socks. Well, <laughs> it's like um, Silence of the Lambs. Put the lotion in the basket. Is that on the way home or the way in? Surely that's the way home after a, a, a day of walking out. No, no, it was 6.30 in the morning. Oh, <laughs> wow, that's to, rank. Talk about getting your feet ready for meetings and everything, you know? <laughs> Fair play to her. <laughs> did you say anything at all or did you just do the British thing of just tutting and then, you know, talking about it afterwards? I didn't move. I just sat there tutting to myself and just stayed. So, yeah, I could have moved. And sorry, just going back to the details there, you said Aberdeen to Edinburgh. That is a long journey to um, to have the cocktail of lavender and sweat. (laughs) That was pre-COVID times when we used to travel. Now we don't need to, so it's fine. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Now, uh, can we talk about books very quickly for a second? Yeah. Uh, a book that I have read to all three of my daughters is uh, The Very Hungry Caterpillar. Very familiar with it. Very familiar with it. An iconic book. It's been around for donkey's years. Eric Carle, it was, it was published in 1969. So it's, uh, it's probably quite a few generations of people listening to this that will have read The Very Hungry Caterpillar. And it's a great book with great pictures and everything. But I, I was reading it to our, our little one, Stella, our eight-month-old, the, uh, the other day. And I was just thinking... It's a, it needs a bit of a freshen up. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like a maybe bring, bring, you know, brought up to speed for 2022. The bit that I've got an issue with is the kind of main bit of the book, the bit in the middle where the caterpillar's having like, goes on a run of like five-day bender of eating fruit. And it's the bit that makes the book special. You've got all the fruit and the little holes, holes in, it in it and that kind of thing. Which, yeah. is, which is great, but I feel like it's a missed opportunity because at the end of the day, it's just like, oh, another fruit. So, for example, uh, Monday, do you remember on Monday he uh, ate through one apple, but he was still hungry? Yep. Tuesday, I think he has two pears, funnily enough, still hungry. Wednesday, he has three plums. Thursday, four strawberries. I think he has a load of oranges or something. Tangerines on a Friday or whatever. Still hungry. And I was just thinking, that's great and everything, but what a waste opportunity for um, more vibrant foods. And, you know, let's say 2022 right now, we have different things that we eat. Mm-hmm. And what about, uh, I'm sure Eric, if he's still around, would be up for this, or the, the, the people that are in control, the, the future of the very hungry caterpillar. If we were to come up with five new foods that are bang on point for 2022. Yep, yep. Do a re- like reboot of the book and see what happens. Like, Mark has tweeted us saying, Huel Protein. <laughs> Do you always see people on the train drinking protein, like weird yeah. milk? That'd be in there, wouldn't it? It would be. And he'd still be hungry. I'm th- kind of thinking of discarded snacks that he might go around. I'm thinking of a snack that I absolutely love. 
How about the uh, the hungry caterpillar goes through a fridge raider? Oh, fridge raiders! You love fridge raiders, I don't love you? Fridge raiders. So what? They're the little tiny ones, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, the little he, nuggets of chicken. You yeah. can drill through three or four of them. <laughs> of course, or he could. Yeah, he'd still be hungry. Uh, Steve says Frey bentos pie. Tough to get through the outer bit. Maybe someone take the top <laughs> off for him. So look, um, what modern food for 2022 needs to be in a rebooted version of the very hungry caterpillar? You might get published. Uh, Rachel would like to see him go through a Greg's vegan sausage roll. I love those sausage rolls so much. They are good. They're really, really good. Mm. They're up there with the actual run-of-the-mill ones as well. Uh, Neil says salted caramel goo pudding. <laughs> oh, Can't get more modern than that. Uh, ben and Jerry's has been uh, put forward uh, by this particular tweet. This particular t- <laughs> That was very suspicious. <laughs> very it was, I didn't notice the name of the Twitter handle. <laughs> thought they had a naughty name or something. <laughs> uh, Liam says, uh, what about he could work his way through Audi's Colin the Caterpillar knockoff Cuthbert to make it weird? <laughs> it's like Caterpillar Inception, a caterpillar within the caterpillar. Uh, any suggestions on this? We would love it, and I'll try and draw them on the train home. Uh, Fluke says, bowl of Weatherspoon's chips. Oh, I love chips from spoons. <laughs> That's good. Bruce in North Yorkshire says, uh, very hungry caterpillar. You could regionalise it. Cornish pasty, Cornwall, Parmo, Middlesbrough. Irish stew, Lancashire hot pot, Scotch pie. He does go on. I won't read them all out. Uh, Darren's on the line. Darren, what is the hungry caterpillar going to eat through? Well, I think he's going to eat or drink six cans of Red Bull. <laughs> so what, he works his way through six cans of Red Bull. What's that doing to him? What, what day of the week is this? Like early in the week, like Monday or Tuesday? Probably, probably. Or, or, or probably like by the end of the week that I'm having at the moment. <laughs> Don't oh. a nightmare. Darren, it's an interesting concept because you've got to think of the full cycle of the book as well. Just think what those butterfly wings are going to look like if he's caning down Red Bull. It's It'll be amazing. It'll be crazy, absolutely crazy. They would be, they wouldn't they? They definitely would. Okay, so Monday or Tuesday, he has six cans of Red Bull. Maybe by Thursday, he has to have a word with himself in the disabled <laughs> toilets at a service station. <laughs> That's right, something like that, yeah. Just been talking about the hungry caterpillar. You remember Mark who suggested protein? Yep. Uh, Jenny says protein reduces the level of your hunger hormone. So if the hungry caterpillar had gone through Huel on day one, the book would simply be called The Caterpillar. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying that for us, Jenny. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. The show is a radio station for every decade, and right now, it's time to jump through time. Bush and Richie through the decades. With Tesco Mobile. One of you could be winning £1,000 as we take you through the decades. Can you answer a question from each Absolute Radio Decade station uh, to win? We had a winner last night when I wasn't here. We did, yes. Uh, Damien showed it is possible. He's safe. He's having a, a, a sugary cup of tea back at base camp he's okay uh, on the line ready to play tonight to go through time we have georgia georgia how you doing hi i'm good thank you welcome to the show uh, georgia thank what have you been you. up to today well i've just finished doing the school run my daughter's getting ready now to the football training in the rain so that should be fun <laughs> brilliant and do you stand on the sideline and have a go at the ref or what's your kind of take on being a parent with the football thing no I tend to drop her off and then my husband does the standing on the sideline when he finishes work. Uh, while we're talking about football, uh, who does Georgia support, please? Fulham. Oh, you can't have anything against... <laughs> you can't have a problem with a Fulham fan. No, not really, no. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's the only it's football so ground well, I've been well. to. only football ground I've been to where I remember uh, Everton going to take a corner and I noticed uh, that there was a boat going by in the background. I thought, that's <laughs> yeah, Fulham, that's yeah. Fulham Football Club for you. We could talk football for ages, George. It's not what we're here for. We want to give you no. cash. Uh, these are the rules. Okay. Seven questions, one from each of our sister stations, Absolute Radio, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, noughties, 10s in the present day. Uh, 60 yep. seconds on the clock to get all seven correct. You can't pass on yep. the question. And when the time's up, it's all over. Does that make sense? Yeah, makes perfect sense. Uh, right, great. let's go through the decades. Which decade would you like to start in, Georgia? I'm going to start with the 60s, please. 
Nice. Here we go. Through the decades. 60s. Which figure in the US civil rights movement was born Malcolm Little? Malcolm X. Correct. Parallel Lines, 70s, is a 1978 album by which band? Um, the Who... Um, nope. Uh, um, uh, Fleetwood Mac... Nope. Um, uh, Keep them coming. Um, Female lead uh, singer. Uh, Blondie. Yes. yes! 80s, what was Tom Cruise's character call sign in the movie Top Gun? Maverick, Maverick. Yes. Correct. 90s, Matthew Pinson and Steve Redgrave won Team Sorry. GB's... Yes! Noughties, on May the 6th, 2004, 52.5 million people in the US tuned in to the finale of what TV show? Alice. Nope. Um, uh, Dynasty. Nope. Um, uh, they, uh, um... Uh, uh, I don't know. Um, uh, um. Time's up. You're going to kick yourself. Uh, You're a loser, and you have lost. It was Friends. Oh, Friends. 52.5 million people. It was simpler times back in the noughties, but you're trapped there. But it it was simpler back then. Wrong decade as well. Wrong decade. You can talk to everyone about Friends. Yeah, you can just have a little chat with it. What was your favourite character in Friends, Georgia? Oh, I love Joey. (laughs) Joey was great, wasn't he? He was fantastic. Well, you've got plenty of source material now because you are trapped there for the rest of your life. Uh, We'll play a game (laughs) tomorrow. Your chance to play and back yourself a £1,000. And I tell you what, if you can't wait until then, you can play through the decades on your Amazon Smart speaker right now by saying open the through the decades game this is bush and rich's daily takeaway we have two entertainment bundles worth one thousand pounds to win once again today it's all thanks to mel gedroich unforgivable which is back on dave looking for the bad in everybody it's the show in which the nation's favorite comics and celebrities compete to convince mel that they are the most unforgivable person in the room with revelations too shocking us to mention on the radio. And that's why we want you to dredge up your most outrageous sins, lies and morally bankrupt behaviour, all in order to win a home entertainment bundle including a 55-inch TV, a lighting system, a soundbar and a takeaway. What about that? So tell us your unforgivable tales online at absoluteradio.co.uk If you read out your confession, you'll win the bundle. Plus, we'll blank out a crucial word in that story and ask the rest of you to guess what the word is. If you correctly identify it, you win another £1,000 entertainment bundle. So today's unconvisible... Unconvisible? That's not even a word. Unconvisible. <laughs> Sounds like a Channel 5 kind of movie. Unconvisible. Today's unforgivable story uh, comes from listener Noah. Here it is with a key part blanked out that you need to identify. Many years ago, before internet and video recorders, I was watching the only TV in our house when my older sister came in and turned my programme off so that she could watch... In my upset, I stormed out. At the top of our street was the local substation. Light bulb moment. I jimmied open the door and there before me was the lever for the entire village. I pushed the lever into the off switch. Darkness descended. My word. Slowly, neighbours came out into the street wondering what was going on. I sat on the curb smirking. If I can't watch my programme, nobody watches TV. Outrageous behaviour. Now, what did we blank out? What did Noah's sister want to watch on the telly? Was it A, Dynasty, B, Coronation Street, C, Teletext, or D, Top of the Pops? So, one more time. A, Dynasty, B, Coronation Street... C, Teletext, or D, Top of the Pops. Let's go to the lines. I think we've got Sarah on the phone. You right, Sarah? Yes, I'm fine, thanks. How are you? We're good. You having a good um, Tuesday so far, overall? 
Yeah, very good. All right, fair enough. What's been the highlight? Um, <laughs> just chilling out, actually, sir, watching a bit of Netflix. That's the incorrect answer. The highlight is right now. Right this very moment, <laughs> chatting to me and Richie. What are you watching on Netflix, by the way? What are you watching? Oh, it's a bit gruesome. It's... Um, Dharma, I've just downloaded it for the train home. I'm so sorry. I'm just as bad as you are. You too. Sorry about that. Let's let's get on with the competition, not get dark. Uh, what do you reckon the answer was? What are we bleeped out? Uh, I hope it's Coronation Street. It is, you know. Yes. <gasps> oh, amazing. Yes, that's what the substation got well turned off for. Sarah, congratulations. You have won an entertainment bundle worth £1,000. Uh, you've got your 55-inch smart TV, you've got your Bluetooth soundbar, you've got your lighting bridge, you've got an adjustable colour-changing light bar and a 50-quid takeaway voucher. I've absolutely got smacked. Oh, I'm so, going to be previous. Make me a winner for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get greedy. The Daily Takeaway. Richie's Daily Takeaway. That's the end of the podcast. Thank you for getting involved. I was, let's just give the uh, um, email out again because lovely Richie from Austria has sent us some sweets that we're going to be eating for the entire week now. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Uh, hit us up. Uh, and if you want to send us anything, we'd love that. Yeah, uh, Absolute Radio, 1 Golden Square, London, W1F9DJ, Gross Britannia. Gross Britannia.